0: This is Dr. Pelé with Big Ticket Clients, and it is my honor and pleasure to introduce you today to Mr. Cody Butler. Now, Cody, I got to big you up before I kind of pass it over to you. Everyone, I have to tell you, I'm so excited for this call because Cody Butler is one of my original mentors. He is the number one international best-selling author of the book, Got Attitude, the difference that makes all the difference. Now, this is a guy who has produced multimillionaires, who is one himself, and has billion dollar companies as clients. Now, Cody, I'm gonna pass it to you, but I have one question <laughs> for you. One question. Yes. Why do you yes. always say money loves speed? <laughs>
1: Because it's, it's absolutely the truth. And, and the opposite to that is uh, failure loves procrastination.
0: Oh, my goodness. It's failure a... loves procrastination. <laughs> I hear you. By the way, are you in London or the U.S. or Australia right now? Because I know I'm you're in all Sydney, Austra- you're in Sydney,
1: Australian. Australia. I'm in Sydney, Australia.
0: Australia? Okay. Okay. So that's where you are right now. So tell us yeah. a little bit about, first of all, who is Cody Butler? You know, a lot of people who may not have heard of you probably don't realize how successful you are. And I want you to give us exactly where you came from and how you got to where you are now.
1: Okay. I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you the bridge door, uh, version. Cause I know we've only got about 30 minutes here. So, so basically, uh, I, I started out as a musician. I was working as a musician. Uh, I, I was really into personal development, I had a personal development website, which was kind of like a little business. I started my first online business, huge, huge failure financially. <laughs> but, uh, I was in London at the time uh, my wife well my, my girlfriend at the time she's my wife now was 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 there with me. she's from Australia, and uh, we we wanted to get married, and the government said we couldn't because I didn't have enough income wow. so uh, I, had, I had to get a job I, I couldn't like being a musician wasn't cutting it, so I had to get a job. so I looked at the skills that I had and, and because I had the personal development website and I had no money to promote it, I learned some SEO skills and I got quite good at SEO so uh a kind of long story short, I ended up using those skills to land a job at an SEO agency. And uh, it kind of started from there. I got to the SEO marketing company agency, and, and I could see how much money that those guys were actually making. And I thought, I could do this. I can do this myself. I can go out and I can do this myself and, and make all... Because I was doing all the work for them, right? I was getting the clients the results. So I'm like, well, why am I doing all the work, getting all the results, and they're getting all the money? So I went out on my own, started an SEO business. Mm-hmm. Went from, I think in I think in 2009 I made nine thousand dollars as a musician. Wow. In 2010 I made I made 180 thousand uh, dollars, you know, selling SEO services and doing SEO services for local businesses. So that kind of got me into the marketing side of things, and uh, I just love it. I love the I love the psychology of of marketing. I love what makes people tick. I love what gets people. Uh, what, what gets people to make decisions, why do some people do some things and some people do other things, you know, basically faced with very similar stimulation, stuff like, like that. So uh, the, the whole psychology of marketing really appeals to me. The whole psychology of persuasion really appeals to me. So I basically just built it out from there. It, it's kind of been uh, a natural evolution. So I went from, uh, uh, you know, SEO to PPC. Uh, and LinkedIn. I started to, LinkedIn. to actually had a lot of success. LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually like what I, what I was doing Pele, was I was delivering Google AdWords as a product to clients, but I was using LinkedIn to get those clients in the first place. Wow. Yeah. That's how that kind of started out. So then I started consulting with digital marketing agencies, uh, as to how to get more clients, you know, specifically AdWords clients. And I was like, well, you use LinkedIn to get those clients. That's definitely the best way to get, to get AdWords clients and marketing clients. Wow. And, uh, then one day I just kind of uh, uh, it, it kind of clicked. I'm like, well, why don't I offer this? Why don't I offer LinkedIn to clients instead of AdWords? I'm like, if it's working so well for me and it's working so well for my marketing agency clients to get clients, why don't why don't I just expand this out? Because it's you know, as you know, there are so many benefits to it: no ad spend, you know, it's really easy, it's very effective, all that stuff. So uh, I started offering LinkedIn uh, as a service to clients, and, and it was just gangbusters. I got I think 30 clients in the first 30 days. Uh, went up to, you know, generated a hundred plus thousand dollars a month of, of recurring revenue within, it was just crazy. It was, it was, it was really, really uh, went really fast. Wow. And then I started offering it, uh, training other people, people like yourself. Uh, that was, that was the next natural pr- progression really was to like, okay, well let's take this out to a wider audience and, and, and help other people. So yeah. You no, know, who, I, who am I? I'm, product, uh, you know, first and foremost, I'm a father and a husband. Uh, There
0: you go. Yeah, I'm going to get that in, right? (laughs) Yep, yep. Well, you know, know, I have to say... Beautiful
1: family right in front of me here.
0: Oh, wow. I hope we can... I'll see if we can zoom zoom up into that. That's a beautiful picture.
1: Yeah, there you go. There you go.
0: (laughs) Well, Cody, you know, I was in your LinkedIn course and I have to tell you, I learned your style in that course. Your style is quick, get to the point, get in, get out, create results. And, you know, I have to ask you, know i can see your progression from having been a musician by the way you know we both share the whole music thing i do know that yes so (laughs) i I see your progress from from the musician thing to the fascination with the psychology of marketing which we both share so so maybe maybe you could tell me based on what you've seen and it's a fantastic story of success i i I have to tell you i am just like i'm sure everyone listening to this would want to replicate your success so Given what you've seen, um, what are the big misconceptions out there about being successful in this space that you've seen? You know, you, you've, you've had all kinds of clients. So what are the yeah. big misconceptions that people have out there about success as an online marketer like you've become?
1: Well, I think the first thing is, is you know, you ask, you know, what do I say, you know, money left speed? Well, it, it's like the training, for example. It's like get to the point. Yeah, <laughs> there, There's a, one of the big misconceptions is like more content equals more value. Whereas I hold the opposite opinion. I'm like less content equals more value. Wow. Because at the end of the day, it's like you're not going to win unless you implement and you're not going to implement unless you've got a clear, concise plan that you feel is going to work. So if I give you just masses of information that confuses you, a confused mind will not make a decision and a confused mind will not take action. Wow. And if I'm working with you, for example, as a client, or anybody as a client, I know that if you take action, you will win. That, that, really, is, that really is the key, you've got to take action. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, they, 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 they want to get to the point of perfection before taking action, or they want to feel ready before taking action. Mm-hmm. And as, as a musician, you, you, you probably are well aware, yeah. I used to teach music all the time, and people oh, say, wow. I want to get really good. I'm like, well, you're gonna to have to get on the stage and play.
0: Yeah, you, you, you can't learn to play soccer no. in the classroom. You got to get out and play or, no. or, or music or, or marketing, yes. right? You,
1: yeah. you, you can't learn a performance art to the exclusion of performance. It's impossible. If I you want to learn a performance art, you have to perform.
0: You have to trademark that. Trademark that. Whatever you just said, I haven't <laughs> heard it before. I love it. But I have to ask you, how did you go from writing a book about attitude, right? Got attitude. How did you go from sort of the, the personal development field over to the business development field, what was the shift for
1: you? Well, they're one and the same. Ooh. They're one and the same. So uh, Jim Rohn said, work harder on, your, on yourself than you work on your business. Nice. At, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, I can't, I can't improve your situation without at first, at first empowering you to improve yourself.
0: Say that again, man. That's it.
1: <laughs> I can't improve your situation without first empowering you to impr- improve yourself. Absolutely. So one of one of the biggest challenges that, that, that I have with people is they don't understand that the world is bigger than your experience of the world. Mm. So I, I remember it, like you made a post in the Facebook group. You just said, my mind has been blown. You know, <laughs> world of possibilities has been opened. Yeah, yeah. Because people... people People think that their, their experience of the world is the world. Mm-hmm. So, and and they, view that, they view the world from their own personal perspective. So, like, for example, you would go, well, I wouldn't pay that, so nobody will pay that. Or yeah. I wouldn't respond to that, so nobody would respond to that. Or I wouldn't like that, so everybody will not like that. Yeah. When in actuality, that is just one, one individual perspective out of five billion.
0: Yeah, actually, what, one of the examples I like to use for that exact point is the idea of big-ticket clients. A lot of my clients start out thinking that nobody would ever pay them that much money. I mean, that's impossible. How would anybody pay that much money? Yeah. And then once they realize that it's possible, that there is such a thing as people paying $10,000 or even $20,000 for one Absolutely. engagement, the world opens up. Which which brings me to a question for you. Absolutely. For your clients, if yes. you were to say, this is the number one biggest challenge that most of my clients come to me with, right? What would that big yeah. marketing challenge be, in your opinion?
1: Well, I think, for one, it's like probably what I just said, Pelé. It's like they, they view the world through their own personal experience. So it's like if you go to somebody – I was working with a client this week, and I said, look, we've got to up our fees, or we've got to up your fees to $60,000. And it was just a <laughs>
0: meltdown. $60,000? Say that again?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exact, exactly. And wow. it's like, just because you haven't paid it, or just because you you wouldn't, doesn't mean that other people won't pay it. And, and I, I think too, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always hesitant to say, because it sounds like a bit of a sales pitch, but you you probably, you know, you probably experienced it as well. I'm like, it's getting people to do what they want other people to do. So, so you're, you're dealing with like people that are, you know, they wanted to sell high ticket products, right? Yeah but a lot of them are not willing to buy a high ticket product.
0: Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I I always say like within 30 days of buying a $2,000 product, I sold a $2,000 product. Within 30 days of buying my first $10,000 coaching engagement, I sold a $10,000 coaching engagement within, you know, I think it was 60 days of my first $100,000 coaching engagement. I'd sold a $100,000 coaching engagement. So every, every time you have it's very cliche but you have to you have to become what it is that you want to see because once you do it then you understand you know because you're only ever going to see the world through your own eyes and your own perspective that's all you can understand the world through is your own eyes your own perspective so the second that you spend ten thousand dollars on coaching you go okay yeah, It opens you up to that. It's like, one, I'm authentic because I'm not asking anybody to do anything I haven't done. And mm-hmm. two, I can see that it's possible because I've done it. My own yeah. experience confirms that it's possible.
0: Yeah. You have to see it and believe it and then you can be it, right? You exactly know, right. You know, you know um, how do people get past some of these things? Because, you know, I, I love what you said about personal development is basically business development. So given these these fears, these situations that your clients find themselves in, how... How do you help them get past these fears, these small ticket thinking problems, for example? How do you get them to the big ticket world? How do you, get the, how do you change that?
1: Well, I mean, as a coach, which, which, which we both are, right? Yep. The, our, our most important task is understanding that whatever the client focus on grows, whatever you focus on grows. So let's say you and I are having a conversation about an engagement right now. And I know for a fact that I can help you. Mm-hmm. My first job as a coach is to get you into a place where I can help you, right? If you're outside of my, of, my, of my sphere of influence, I can't help you. So when we're having the conversation, the thing that you're focused on is fear, anxiety. What if this doesn't work? What if I look silly? What if I lose my money? Yep. And whatever you focus on grows. So currently you're in a place that is, is devastating to your, to your development, you're going to grow more of your fear you're going to grow more of what you're coming to me to get rid of Mm -hmm. so my my job my first job as a coach is to get you through get you through that invoice right because what happens as soon as somebody pays the invoice instantaneously there's a shift in their psychology Mm. they go from pessimistic fear what if this doesn't work to i'm really excited let's you know this is going to work i'm looking forward to the results you know i'm really you know the, the, the shift in psychology, the shift in psychology is instantaneous. So the focus shifts from being negative and pessimistic to being positive and, and optimistic. Yeah. And as coaches, and, and this is, this is our most important task is getting people through that invoice because it's not about the money change in hands. It's about the mind shift mind changing from, from, from negative to positive positive
0: absolutely it's all about mindset and and you know cody you're gonna be surprised at what i'm about to say right now because we didn't talk, this is totally unrehearsed but you yeah. gave advice one day in a video that i watched and i haven't told you this where you said every morning <laughs> every morning you drink one cup of water and you eat one yeah. banana and that's your advice for the day i hope is that your water <laughs> right there? okay you said this is my advice for the day go you know I I have to say, I, I watched it twice. I said, "This is it. This is what I get from my email link," because <laughs> you you sent it to me as an email uh, on your list, and and I just realized, you know, that is profound. You're just giving people a small amount of of you know positive movement forward, right? Just just exactly drink right. some water, eat one banana, stay healthy. Because if you're healthy, your mind is healthy. So what I what I, what I want to ask you is, you know. What pitfalls, you know, do your clients go through? Despite the great coaching, despite the the mindset shifts, what do they? What big struggles do they do they face when they're out there trying to become successful in their marketing?
1: It, it, it's understanding that you can't please everybody. Mm. People, pe- when people react to you, they're not reacting to you; they're reacting to themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. A negative person is going to is going to react to you negatively because that's what they do and that's what they are. You know, don't get angry at a dog because they bark, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, if you go out there, if you want to, if you want to be successful, then you have to reach a lot of people and you have to be willing to put yourself out there. And if you put yourself out there, there's going to be people that are going to try and take you down. And you know, it's like if you send out emails, you're gonna get spam complaints. Does it doesn't matter, you know, it's like all, all of my email marketing is consensual, it's opt-in. Yep. You know, but people still complain, they're like, Why are you sending me because you asked for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't
1: do. matter. Yeah. Yeah. Unsubscribe, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter what you do, anything good in this world will be attacked. Anything good in this world will be attacked. Wow. Try try and do something good. And not get attacked for it. It's like that, that's just the way it's unfortunate, but it's like, you know, that that's the way it is. Like anything good will be attacked. Yeah.
0: yeah. And
1: if you go out there, if you put yourself, if you want to help people, you've got to put yourself out there. And if you put yourself out there, you're going to get attacked, you're going to get negativity. And the, the inexperienced person will take the negative negativity of one person and extrapolate that out to the whole population.
0: Yeah, no, I, I thank you very
1: personal.
0: Absolutely. You know, what's interesting is that, you know, I, you, know you, you may or may not know this, but one of our specialties in big ticket clients is the power of narrative psychology, storytelling. Um, so yeah. one of the things I would love to, I, and I know you do that too, because I don't know anyone who writes copy better than you. <laughs> okay.
1: Thank you.
0: Your copy is straight to the point. You tell a story. But I want to shift from marketing to your story for a second.
1: Yes. What what is
0: a defining moment in your life? Um, You know, we we know the music thing and how you shifted and moved. Can you give us a defining moment that made your story what it is today? Everyone has that thing that sort of turned the lights on. And and here we are with Cody Butler.
1: (laughs) So so I was going through the whole positive, positive mindset. You know, I'm rich, healthy, wise, attractive, all that stuff. All lies, all lies, lying to myself, I was making...
0: wow, tell us why, tell us why.
1: Well, I was making less than $10,000 a year, I was on government assistance, Uh, I couldn't, I was going further and further, I couldn't pay my bills, I couldn't meet my obligations, and I went to see my mother and father one day, who lived like 70 miles away from me, and as I was leaving their house that night, my my mother turned around and gave me like the equivalent of like $20, this was in the UK, she gave me like £20, and said, take the money, because I don't want to not see you for another another month because you can't afford the gas to come back. And I, I was 34 years old at the time. Wow. And that hit me like a ton of bricks because I took the money from it because I needed it. Yeah. And all the way home, it was a 70 mile drive home, so about an hour and 20 minutes. I, I just couldn't stop saying disgusting, this is disgusting. You're, you're presenting an image to the world that is it's fake, it's a lie, you're not successful, you're not very healthy, you're not, you know, you're none of the things that you're proclaiming to be. It's all lies. Uh, it's all deceit. It, it's disgusting is what it is. And I'm like, it changes right now. It changes today. Yeah. So I went to the government office the next morning. I was on housing, housing assistance, which I needed that money. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that was paying for my housing. And I said, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't want your money anymore. I'm not a welfare recipient. Wow. And that like, the, the, that's the mindset right there. It's like the, I had to make a decision, I'm like, am I a successful entrepreneur or am I a welfare recipient? Because I can't be both. Wow. And if I'm, a, if I'm, a, if I'm not a welfare recipient, I better go down to that office and, and put my money where my mouth is. So I went down to the office and I said, I'm not a welfare recipient, I do not want your assistance any longer, thank you very much. Wow. And 12 months later I was making almost $200,000 a year.
0: Wow, so it was the shift from, you know, sort of the superficial positive thinking world. Okay, to more of a tangible, get it done, take action, be responsible. You know, kind of a, a mindset shift. Is that what what you're saying?
1: It was a shift in identity. Mm. So you can't if you're ta- if you're receiving welfare, you can't <laughs> have any. What, Look, you, you get you get in this world according to your belief, and if you want to know your belief, it's not what you think you believe. It's look at your actions. Wow. People say, "Well, I don't believe I don't believe in stealing." It's like, "Well, why are you downloading stuff from the internet you haven't paid for?" Then your act, your, your actions, your your belief is that you do believe in stealing because yeah. your actions verify that. It doesn't matter what comes out of your mouth, and it doesn't matter what story that you've told yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're stealing stuff online that you haven't paid for, however you're justifying it then you do believe in stealing. You do believe in it. And if if, if you're taking welfare from the government, you can tell whatever story you want. say, so, Well, I've paid my taxes and that's what it's there for. And this it's like at the end of the day though, if you're taking if you're taking good, good money from the government in the form of welfare, you do believe that you are a welfare recipient. And if you are a welfare recipient, that comes with a lot of disadvantages. You can't be a multimillionaire business owner as a welfare recipient. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. To, to become a multimillionaire business owner, you have to shift your mindset. You have to shift your identity to being a multi millionaire business owner. And it doesn't mean acting stupidly. It's like you can have absolutely no money and behave as a multi millionaire. What yeah. would a multi millionaire do in this situation?
0: Yeah. It's almost the what would a multi the, So sort of the, the be do have approach, right? First you gotta be, then do, yeah. take action, and then you can yes. have and not the other way exactly around. Exactly right yeah
1: exactly right
0: so so Cody, you know obviously that's a fantastic story. It almost reminds me of sort of the Damascus moment where you just sort of saw a bright light and you said, Very No much. more, yeah, no more you know Very so you've got clients today who range from yes. you know sporting stars to celebrity yes. marketers and yes. billion dollar corporations, and I count myself as a as a one time client of yours. I mean, what is your number one advice if you could find one blanket advice? For your clients or past clients to be successful, for anyone who's listening, who's ever come across you, what would your biggest advice be for finding that success that we're all seeking?
1: Well, for one, you've, you've got to find it. You've got to find it inside of yourself. You've got to you've got to determine that you're worthy of that success. For one, because a lot of people they say, I, you know, I'd like to be a millionaire, whatever. Well, you just you you're not a millionaire, though. <laughs> <laughs> Do you do you really feel worthy and deserving of that? You know because the actual you know I would say I do a lot of interviews and I would say the mechanics of getting what you want is very easy. I mean you, you've been through the you know my training program. It's not difficult, and if you implement it, you will you will get success. It's not it's not difficult. But why do a lot of you know when when you give the same exact same training to a hundred different people, ten of them do extremely well, and not, you know ninety of them do actually nothing at all. Execution it's, right. It's what, exec, yeah, and, and and what you're bringing to mindset what you're bringing to the table so a lot of people like you got to ask yourself the question do i want to actually do this or do i just want to remain busy so you know it's like how can i behave bad and feel good basically is what most how can i how can i actually do nothing take no risk and not put myself out there but at the same time feel like i'm doing something wow so the first question is you've got to ask yourself do you actually want to do this do you, do you really actually want to be successful and are you willing to pay the price? Because you know Pelé, there's a price to pay. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a difficult road, it's a hard road, and you've got to, you've got to want to do it. So that, that's the first question. Do, do you really actually want it? If you really actually want it, are you then willing to really pay the price to get there? And it's not just a financial price, there's a lot of prices that, that need to be paid. And, and then if the answer is yes to that as well, then you've just got to take action today. Absolutely categorically today. Yeah. I, I, look, whenever I do a private, cons- work with a private consultant, consulting client, these, these are the first questions I ask. How many people know about you today, Pelé, that didn't know about you yesterday that want, need, and can pay for your services? There you go. How, how many people know about you this week that didn't know about you last week that want, need, and can pay for your services? So every, everybody, you know, once you've answered those questions, yes, I want it, yes, I'm willing to pay the price, then everybody has a big story about what the challenges they face are. I'm telling you, the only challenge that you face, there's only one: it's obscurity. Ooh, people do not know. People do not know. I did a seminar a couple of weeks ago and uh, had 40 or 50 people in the room and asked the question: How, how many of you are world class at what you do? Raise raise your hands. You know, keep your hands up if you if you make if you offer a life changing service.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Keep your hands up if you offer a service that would change the lives of people, if they could, you know, almost everybody in the room believed that they were world-class. Almost everybody in the room believed that they had a life-changing service. So yeah. why are you struggling to get this out? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Obscurity. Yeah. yeah. Your, 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 your,
1: your problem is not getting scaled up. Your problem is not, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. it's you're just not reaching enough people. So, what you again, what you focus on grows. Whatever you measure improves. It's like understanding that, you know, yeah, that, Getting in front of more people every day is your biggest challenge. And if you focus on that, you measure it and that you grow that, your business will grow.
0: Which, which then turns our focus back to marketing and good marketing that is effective and you execute it, right?
1: Yeah, well, let, let me ask you, I mean, if you, just, if you just got in front of 10, you know, let's say you've reached 1,000 people this year, Pelé. If you reach 10,000 people next year, would you 10x your business?
0: You should, right?
1: Without any additional optimization, without any optimization of the sales process, without any optimization of anything at all, you just get in front of 10 times more people next year. Would you 10X your business? And that, that's the key. I mean, look, and we can optimize everything along the way, so we don't have to get in front of 10 times more people. But at the end of the day, it's like, you've got to be visible. You've got to be seen. And people are not, you know, they say build it and they will come. It's not true. <laughs> you've got, you've got to have a way to reach out, you know, identify people that want, need, can pay and benefit from your service. You've Mm -hmm. got to have a way to reach out and touch those people on a regular basis every day.
0: So on that note, I know you've got all kinds of ways to be accessed. You're on LinkedIn, you're on Facebook, you know, you're, you're everywhere. What is the best way for people who are watching this? They recognize, oh, I need to talk to this guy or get in touch, find a program that he's delivering. How do people get in touch with you? What's the best way to connect with Cody Butler and maybe maybe become a client or do business with
1: you? Yeah, so, so Facebook's a good way. Okay. you yeah, so just Facebook's type always, in Cody always, Butler always. on Facebook or You'll find you'll find me. I'm not I'm not a hard man to find. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not hard to find.
1: <laughs> All right. So Facebook so
0: face- is what you would recommend as a first place to go find you?
1: Yeah, just add me add me as a friend on, on, on Facebook and, and send me a message telling me what you're interested in. And you know, that way I can I can send you something that, that's appropriate to so I do a lot of stuff. So
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you help <laughs> in several he different- ways.
1: Exactly, exactly I have, I have, I have right.
0: One so One question though. How do you manage yes. it all? I mean, you've done everything from the, the, the Google ad side to the Facebook, you know, marketing side to the LinkedIn. I mean, you've got a lot of stuff going on. How do you handle all of it?
1: Delegation. Mm. So... One of the biggest challenges, I think, you know, and, and I'm in the process right now, to be honest, and I think, you know, virtually everybody I work with, it, it, it's it's a challenge for them too. It's like a business is a profitable commercial enterprise that works without you. Mm-hmm. A profitable commercial enterprise that works only with you is a job.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I look to, uh, you know, the various, the various aspects of my business. I look to, I, I build them one at a time and, and I look to pretty much have project managers in place and have employees in place that handle that aspect of the business. And then, uh, you know, m- my job is is to provide the vision, the direction, the strategy, uh, that, that, that kind of stuff. And you allow other people to, because we're, we all good at like, you know, we're all good at, you know, certain things. If we're creative, then we're probably not good at spreadsheets. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> So you might you're probably the same like you, you're you going to be creative obviously because you're you're a musician and you're in the you know the course creation world and and that yep. kind of stuff so you know like if you're like me if the accounts were left up to you you'd end up in prison. <laughs> Or worse. <laughs> if, if, yeah, yeah. I left my bookkeep, if I left my bookkeeping up to my, if I relied on myself, I'd just be, I'd just end up in prison, not because I'm dishonest, but because like spreadsheets and all that kind of stuff doesn't appeal to me. I, I'm in the creative side of things. So recognizing that the area that you're good at focusing on that and then putting people in place that yeah. can handle the areas that you're not good at, that they're good at, you know, you know, people that, you know, do the accounts, for example, they're passionate about accounts. You know, I'll yeah. go talk to my accountant we'll, we'll talk for hours about, you know, <laughs> Well, money
0: manager. Yeah, well, you know, on the topic of delegation, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to send you a Pro Tools song, one of my songs, and you got to play some guitar on it for me. Are you ready for that?
1: Let's just do it. Let's see. Oh,
0: okay, because you know we can. This is international now. I'll write a song in America, send you in Australia. You get cut the guitar for me and so on. Uh, Cody, Let's it has been do. a pleasure. I wish I wish we had like two hours or something. We could keep talking forever. But I want to give you the last word. Um, you know, just as a parting shot, you know, our, our, our audience, these are folks interested yeah. in big ticket clients, yeah. folks, folks interested in storytelling and the psychology of marketing. Yeah. Uh, what's your parting shot? Goodbye. And, um, you know, just share with us some wisdom we can, we can take away with us.
1: Yeah. So, like, if I, if I could leave you with one thing, it's get educated. And it doesn't have to be with Dr. Pele. It doesn't have to be with me. It's like, there are are a ton of, you know, it's like, I'm not for everybody. You're not for everybody. It's like, you know, what the, the key to success is you, it's education. It's like, you know, all I'm enrolled in a training program all the time. I'm continually upgrading my skills all the time. And, uh, education is where it's at for a business owner. So if you want to, it's like I said earlier on, if you want to upgrade your business, you have to upgrade yourself. And the, the vehicle to do that is education. It's through education. So whether it's with Dr. Pele here or whether it's with me or whether it's, it doesn't matter who it is. It's like, uh, you know, I'm about what's best for you because there's plenty of people where, where I'll be best for them. And the same with you, Dr. Pele. So, you know, be constantly, constantly looking to upgrade those skills through education and take action. Like do, do something do something every day that challenges you, that puts you out there, that forces you to take action. Because again, growth is, uh, the, the expanding yourself is doing the stuff that's uncomfortable. You've done absolutely everything you can do at this point that's comfortable to grow your business. And the growth that you're looking for exists in the, the discomfort zone, not in the comfort zone. So I would say push yourself every day, be uncomfortable every day, get educated every day and, and take action and you'll do just fine
0: all right well here's to being uncomfortable and moving forward and getting educated folks <laughs> i am so proud to have interviewed you cody butler thank you so much for being part of this
1: thank you dr Pele. bless you
0: and have a great time in australia
1: <laughs> i certainly will
0: okay take care now Bye.
1: bye bye